If you're interested in another culture and lifestyle, that seems great. I would never dissuade you. But you can't just enjoy the parts you like and toss the rest. It's disrespectful. These are people. What affects them? What do they care about? Who are they? These questions should be on our minds. Welcome to The Shrinks on Third, our psychology and social justice podcast. I'm psychologist Cindy Ariel. And I'm psychologist Julie Mayer. Welcome. Hey, you know, Julie, I've been thinking about cultural appropriation again. You have? (laughs) It's such a complicated issue. We have discussed it before, but I suppose it's always worth digging into again. Especially after recently celebrating Halloween and Thanksgiving, just a couple of short months ago, the idea of cultural appropriation seems apropos, so to speak. Good point, Cindy. Those are times of the year that examples of it pop up all over in bigger than usual ways. Of course, unfortunately, it happens on a very constant basis all around. I guess that's what makes it complicated. It's so woven through with wanting to emulate something someone likes or enjoy what someone else is enjoying. I think sometimes people think it's okay because it's a kind of flattery. Well, there's the recent time I went to a professional workshop and the white presenter did a rap at the end that was offensive. That kind of cultural appropriation. Those are the ones that verge on mimicry or insult or cross the line. That's what it seemed like. Since it was hard to read the Zoom room, the chat box was loaded with comments from offended people, but they weren't reading that either, and this painful episode went on for at least five minutes. Wow. It sounds like torture, and it must have been pretty enraging. Yep. It was hard to be reading all the uh, offended comments, and it was definitely not okay. Yeah, and... We're both psychologists, so your training was a psychology training. So it's even more offensive that someone in our field would do something like that at a professional workshop. So to be clear, we're talking about cultural appropriation, which is when someone takes the customs or ideas of one group and either uses them inappropriately or doesn't acknowledge where they came from. This is especially problematic when it's done by a more dominant group, so usually white. Yeah, it can apply to anything from clothing to music, makeup, hairstyles, tattoos, food, home decor, even hobbies and dance or exercise. But there is a lot of confusion, probably mostly from white culture, about what exactly constitutes cultural appropriation and why it's not a good thing. Maybe the explanation for this was lost in the translation, or more likely it was overlooked by white people who still struggle to get a clue about what it is and why we shouldn't do it. Yeah, it's important to understand, and we're still trying to, when we're misappropriating something from another culture that doesn't belong to us versus when we're appreciating and honoring another culture. This shouldn't be that difficult. Some things are obvious, but there are nuances. 
Right, Cindy. If you love a piece of clothing that you brought back from Africa or a wall hanging your friend from China brought back for you, you should feel free to wear it or hang it, certainly to love it. Yes. Cultural exchange is a wonderful thing. I mean, what would we actually eat if we didn't take cuisine from other cultures? Well, white bread, marshmallows. I have no idea, actually. <laughs> neither. Or what if we could only eat from the pots of our own cultural heritage? Matzo ball soup and chopped liver? <laughs> I don't like chopped liver. For that reason alone, cultural exchange is great. Exchanging ideas, styles, jewelry, and traditions, also great. It can be enriching and brings people together. I agree. It's a beautiful thing. No culture is completely in isolation, uninfluenced by any other culture. It's not ever possible. Correct. But when privileged people want to take just some parts of another group that they think are cool, especially from a marginalized group, it's unfair. Sometimes we want the good parts. We want to enjoy them. But it's not right because we don't have to face any of the prejudice and marginalization that goes along with it for the people who actually belong to that group. Right. The power dynamic when we take parts from a culture of people who've been systematically oppressed is what makes it ugly. Especially here in our country, white people have a history of taking whatever they want and continue to take whatever they want from people who've been marginalized without ever thinking about how it impacts those people. White people think everything belongs to them. Really, we've been socialized that way. Think about that difference there. Minority groups in our country adopt aspects of white culture in order to fit in and get along. Black people are often told their dialect doesn't work at work or their natural hair is unprofessional. So they don't end up adopting speech or hairstyles because it's fun or because they want to. They have to adopt these cultural habits to avoid potential discrimination. And in some cases, they've been forced to. They have to deny their own identities to be accepted in our mostly white society. Right. So if white people think negatively about the way other groups talk or the way they wear their hair, why are we imitating them and dressing or wearing hairstyles like them? It comes across like we're making it a joke. If you're interested in another culture and lifestyle, that seems great. I would never dissuade you. But you can't just enjoy the parts you like and toss the rest. It's disrespectful. These are people. What affects them? What do they care about? Who are they? These questions should be on our minds. Choosing any part of another culture, even a simple dance move or a tattoo design, without appreciating and acknowledging where it came from, starts looking like misappropriation. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> because it is. The line between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation is certainly controversial. Again, it's important not to just go for the cool stuff, but you have to acknowledge the culture's history of oppression and disenfranchisement. So wearing the turquoise ring you bought from a Native American when you visited the Grand Canyon is different from wearing a Native American feathered headdress. The ring, just to clearly explain this, the ring shows your appreciation of the creative work of someone from another culture and purchasing it is a way to support them and wearing it is a way to honor them. The headdress, on the other hand, has you pretending to be someone from that culture and doing it in a stereotyped way. And the imbalance of power is what makes that really offensive. 
You might not mean to be offensive, but that doesn't mean you aren't, or that your actions haven't caused harm. You have to think about the people whose traditions you're using. Just because you research or know a lot about a culture doesn't mean it's okay to take things from it. There are a couple sort of rules of thumb that can help you figure out if what you want to do is appropriation or appreciation. Yes. So first of all, be mindful and be honest with yourself. Does what you want to do or take from this culture come from a stereotype? Are you using something important to another culture in a fun way instead of its intended way? Dressing like a Hasidic Jew or a Native American, those are popular things for Halloween. But to those cultures, there is spiritual or religious meaning in what they wear. Wearing cultural dress out of context, therefore, can be disrespectful or offensive. Wearing a feather headdress has been compared to casually wearing a Medal of Honor that wasn't earned. Why do white people have to be hit over the head with these things to understand them? Dressing as an ethnic stereotype from a marginalized culture that you're not part of is just not okay. Don't do it. Blackface is not okay. Someone else's culture or race isn't something to laugh about. Or have fun with. There are so many examples of cultural appropriation. Even sports teams do it, though some have finally changed their names or mascots from offensive ones they once had. So I'm going to call out the Atlanta Braves because they're a noticeable holdout. A Brave was a term for a Native American warrior. They're the one baseball team that has not fixed this issue, and they have that stupid tomahawk chop. And the fans support the name and the chop, even though a lot of Native Americans find it offensive. It's really a racist stereotype, a caricature of a Native American. And it makes me angry when I see it. And that's how I know it's cultural appropriation and not appreciation. Interestingly, the principal chief of the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians has been quoted as saying that the Braves have a strong relationship with them and they are not opposed to the name. Yet other Native American groups have expressed feeling offended. Uh, it's probably important to look at the possible power dynamics at play there. Right. They're usually there somewhere. We need to be open to other cultures and also sensitive to how we treat them. Sure, it's great to try cooking international cuisine at home, but maybe don't open a restaurant that serves food from another culture just because you think you're good at it. And here's another question. Are you using part of another culture as if it's new? Right. In 1979, in the movie 10, Actress Bo Derek wore cornrows, which became very popular for white people at the time. The thing is, cornrows have an amazing history originating in Africa. Yeah, they became popular for white people because of the movie 10. But in fact, there's a rich history about cornrows that goes back thousands of years, all the way to ancient Egypt, Africa, and the Caribbean. We should do a podcast on that. Yeah, we should. It's interesting. But we're bringing it up here because at the time... White women and some men wanted to wear that, quote, Bo Derek hairstyle, which is what they called it, as if she, a white actress, originated it. Right. We didn't want to wear it when African girls and women and then slaves were wearing it. But Bo Derek. And Bo Derek was a 10. So we all wanted to be a 10. As recently as 2018, Kim Kardashian wore cornrows and called them Bo Derek braids. This is a problem. 
Yeah. Even as we may be trying to honor another culture, it may be taken as disrespect. In this situation, we have to listen to those who feel offended and not decide it's okay because the intent is to honor. No, if the impact feels disrespectful to the people it affects, then it's disrespectful to keep doing it anyway. In general, if you're wondering if something you want to do may be cultural appropriation, but you're not sure, it's probably better to skip it. And if you still have questions about cultural appropriation, the do's and don'ts and why's and why nots, you can start getting a clearer picture by checking out the website groundworkforchange.org, which is dedicated to education about and actions to stop cultural appropriation. Thanks for joining us. You can find us at shrinksonthird.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at shrinksonthird. Until next time, take care.